It's that time, the Betting Predators podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter, SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here by the golf guru himself, Uncle Dave. You guys can find him on Twitter, Dave underscore Esler. And you can get us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. Well, here we go, Uncle Dave. Another Tuesday, another upcoming golf tournament. Last week, we had the major championship, Colin Morikawa. Turned out to be the winner. We will discuss that. But we have the Wyndham Championship coming up this week. This one will be played at Sedfield Country Club in Greensboro, North Carolina. Last year's champion, JT Poston, will go off as a 70-1 to shot to go ahead and repeat this year. Not sure if that's going to happen. Current field looks strong. Familiar names like Kepka, Simpson, Patrick Reed, Justin Rose, and many others will be in this field. Webb Simpson right now is a slight favorite to go ahead and win this tournament uncle dave at 11 to 1 before we go ahead and start with this one uncle dave why don't we go ahead and talk about last week really interesting golf i haven't watched that much golf before in my life every morning i was up i was betting head to heads i was watching featured groups throughout round 1 all the way to round 4 and i know the final day uncle dave i i literally watched golf for like 10 to 12 hours i'll tell you what my problem was was I was betting head-to-heads the first ones of the morning, and then now I'm betting like later in the afternoon because I'm like, well, these guys will definitely be in the featured group. So, I mean, I probably watched like 12 hours of golf on the last day. I'm not sure if you watched that much, but I'll tell you what, I was I was worn out after that golf tournament, but it was quite amazing. And you actually did really well, which is, you know, no surprise. I mean, you've done well with our golf tournament podcast in the past. And I know you gave some plays out on here. You also gave some plays out on pregame.com, which you guys can easily go over to pregame.com and find Uncle Dave. But Uncle Dave, let's talk about last week. How did you end up with all your wagers that you gave out here? Well, we hit Jason Day 50-1 to to be the first-round leader, and I was pretty happy with that. I was pretty unhappy that Brandon Todd tied him late. I felt pretty good with the with the afternoon guys going out in the wind, and then Todd was you know, probably – had two holes to play, and they were tied. And I didn't think he birdied either one of them, but he was, I think, 52 and 66 feet away on the last two holes, and he two-putted both of them to push. So we did have to split that 50 to 1. But, you know, it's 5-0 and on head-to-heads. I was pretty happy with that. I think we cashed about seven tickets, top 20, top 30. Had a nice one on Paul Casey. Had a couple on Reed. Um, had a nice one on Siwoo Kim. So, you know, overall – um, it was it was another profitable tournament, but you know there's always disappointments and things you wish you didn't do. You know, I, I a lot of guys when I go through every one of them, and I'll I'll see especially early I'll see guys starting off really well, and you know I know not to worry. A lot of golf left, but I'm going yeah, boy I thought about him, and so then you start rooting against him, and it's it's like here we go. It's no different than no different than any sport played with a ball. I guess golf is a ball, but you know basketball, you know whatever. It's all the same, buddy. You know, you, you go over every single game and and not too far into any game, you can say, damn, I knew it. I, I really wanted to do that. But I, I'm not unhappy at all. I don't think our customers are unhappy. So we, we move on. And we will move on. Obviously, this week will be the Wyndham Championship. As far as me, last week, Uncle Dave, I didn't do all that bad. I had a head-to-head that I gave out. I believe it was with Tiger. And that came up short. And then I gave out Ches Reeve and Morikawa either to make the cut or the top 40. I've been unable to find those wagers, actually, in my sportsbook account here at DraftKings. I mean, I have fantasy stuff in here. player. Pro- I have so much crap 
Uh, and I have to actually go through because I can't remember what I gave out, but both of those did cash. We know that much. So with all that said, Uncle Dave, let's jump into this week's tournament. I want to start out with first round leaders. Obviously, that's probably been a hot topic, as you will, ahead and you nail another one last week. We've actually been pretty good with those. We at least have guys in the running. And I think we're going to go ahead and have a couple more this week. I'll let you go ahead and start out. I have one here that I like, but I'm going to let you go ahead and start first. I want to see if maybe you pull my guy's name out of a hat. I'm sure you have a couple there. What are you thinking? No, I won't pull your guy's name out of a hat. That would steal your thunder. I wouldn't do that to you. Um, you know, as usual, I'm waiting for tomorrow to finalize it. But a couple of guys I have already bet is Harris English at 45-1. to 1, Pretty underrated. Had a really good tournament last week, but obviously under the radar because he's not, he's not an A player, if you will. He's playing well. He needs the FedEx points. Uh, and Billy Horschel at 45-1. to 1. You know, I like to take guys that have uh, finished uh, Sunday well going into Monday, but finished Sunday well when when they didn't necessarily have all the pressure on them. You know, obviously, Morikawa finished Sunday well, but that was probably a little bit of, little bit of stress there. But Horschel birdied for the last five holes Sunday, so I would expect him to get off to a fairly good start. I'd like it a lot more if they say that he has an early tee time, and I'll probably use him – in some other bets because he's had five top tens this season. He's a guy that doesn't get himself in trouble. He's just super steady. So, you know, a good kind of guy to have your money on. So Horschel and English first round leaders right now, Sleepy? Not bad picks. I certainly went ahead and considered English. I actually looked at a couple English plays here. So I'm going to go ahead, Uncle Dave, and this one's simple for me. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Sun J.M. You know, he and another South Korean last year absolutely crushed the first round has been on an M, almost shot the course low last year, 61. Both did post a 62 in the first round. They were both tied for the first round leader. Now, On's not in the field, but Sunjay M is. So that's my pick. You can go ahead and get him at 55-1. to one. I think he'll be ready to go ahead and attack this course. He had some low rounds in this event last year at the same exact course, so why the hell not? Let's jump over to some of our top 40, top 30 stuff. Now, there aren't a whole lot of these out guys. And actually, the guy that I'm going to give you, he's not out right now. But I will go ahead and search for that price tonight. Usually, they come out later at night. And then I'll go ahead and I'll probably update that on Twitter for you guys. So, you guys go ahead and get that. But, Uncle Dave, let's talk top 30, top 40. What are you thinking about for some top 30, top 40 guys? Well, this was fairly easy for me so far. And, and uh, most of the books I've seen only have top 20s out yet. And, again, just like last week where we did so so well, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And we took a lot of guys that were in the 125 to 135-ish FedEx Cup standings. You need to be 125 or higher to be able to play next week in the first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And this week – there's a couple guys sitting out there. One of them is Shane Lowry, and he actually played fairly well last week. Um, I like a guy named Kyle Stanley. He's plus 400 to make the top 20, desperately needs the points. Harold Garner III, he's plus 335 top 20. Like the guy's attitude, never beats himself, always in contention. Feels somewhat watered down. I hate to say watered down because it's not a watery field. There's a lot of good players in it, and, you know, even the – the 150th player is a really good golfer, but you, know, you don't have 18 of your top 20 guys. So I think that leaves room for some of those other guys. And another one of those guys I'm going to steal from you, 
Uh, Doc Redmond, plus 335, top 20, like him a lot. Well, you're right about one thing about all of what you just said there, Uncle Dave, that even the 150th golfer is pretty damn good. It's funny that you ended up texting me, and I was just about to text you as Bryson seemed to flub one there when he was in the rough right off the green, and I'm like, I feel better about myself right now that that, that guy shot, you know, ended up the way that it did, and then sure enough, you text me about a minute later, and you're like, hey, Bryson looks like we do, and that made me feel pretty good. But uh, let's jump over to my guy that I'm going to go ahead and play top 40 here, Uncle Dave. Now, I will look for this one tonight, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play Horschel. You know, he's had some good results at this course. I am a little concerned with his fading play as of late. I think he was like top 10 four tournaments ago, and then it's like top 20, top 30. Most recently, I think he finished in like the top 40. So I am concerned a little bit here about his fading play. I'm not going to pick him to win, but I think top 40 is probably a decent way to go here. I'm expecting, because his top 20 price right now is plus 175, I'm going to go ahead and take a shot in the dark and say Horschel's probably somewhere around minus 175. And I think that that's probably a pretty decent price. So, Uncle Dave, before we jump to some of the winners that you'll give out, let me give you a top 20 ticket that I'm definitely going to play here. I'm going to play Bryce Garnett to go ahead and finish T20 or better at plus 450. You know, Garnett has not golfed. Over a T20 finish the last three times he stepped on this course. Now, Garnett's been all over the place since we came back from COVID. He's missed three cuts. He had a T26 and a T17 finish. So, you know, this guy's been all over the map. You know, he's been inside like the top 40 the last two. But, I mean, this guy has actually golfed very, very well here. I like the fact that he took some time off. I believe the last time he golfed was at the 3M. So he should be fresh and he should be ready. And if you go back and look at this guy's results at this particular course, he's been rather solid. So anything within the top 20, I figure why the hell not grab a top 20 ticket on Bryce Garnett at plus 450. Not sure how you feel about that one, Uncle Dave. I actually agree with you. He didn't play last week. Um, a, took a rest, but but B, he didn't need the FedEx Cup points. Um, now he could probably use a few to get into the top 70. I forget where he is. Um, he, he could use a good tournament to get into the top 70 and make sure he plays uh, in two weeks. But uh, both this week and next week are courses that he typically plays well. So I am I am totally on board with you and may well use him somewhere myself. And uh, we'll just leave it at that, buddy. Well, that certainly makes me feel pretty good about my pick. And, and you know, one of the things, Uncle Dave, is, you know, I, I don't come to you before these tournaments to go ahead and find out. I would rather you just tell me, you know, you're a screwball, you got the wrong guys. And at least for today's card, I feel pretty good because you haven't disagreed with me yet. Now, I will give out a couple head-to-heads here, Uncle Dave. I have a feeling you certainly will disagree with that. But if you have any head-to-heads, I'll let you go first. And I could just say I disagree, even though I probably won't. But do you have any head-to-head matchups going into this tournament? No, I didn't, but I was listening to you earlier, so I'm going to steal one of your guys. No, I, uh, Sanjay M, uh, minus 110 over Ryan Moore. Is one of them. Another one I really like is Shane Lowry, minus a buck and a quarter over JT Poston. I mean, I know, I know Poston's won here before, uh, but Shane Lowry is another guy that actually played fairly well. He didn't play as well as I thought he would, but he had some good spurts last week. So sort of those European guys that can play in the wind, uh, but he is another guy that really needs some points this week. So Shane Lowry minus one twenty-five over Poston um, for you guys that might want my whole card. I'll. Hopefully have more than that tomorrow, but uh, still waiting on some some tea times and some weather and yada, yada, yada. But that's where I'm at right now. 
you know, speaking of the weather, Uncle Dave, you had talked about it a couple of times texting each other is that, you know, the, the weather was just ever changing at that last tournament. I mean, I was watching Tiger and all the guys, early morning guys going ahead and, and practicing and stuff like that. And it was like, they were like, where'd that go? Where'd that end up? Uh, it was just foggy out there. Later in the day, it got windy. The sun started to get bright. Like you see guys going out there, you know, with sweatshirts on and, and hoodies and stuff like that. You know, towards the end of the day, they're uh, basically down to, uh, you know, short sleeves and a, and a T-shirt. I highly doubt we'll have weather this week like we did last week. Let me give you two head-to-heads that I'm going to go ahead and play here, Uncle Dave. I, I kind of want your opinion on this one before I hit the submit button. But these are two that I am looking at. I'm looking to go ahead and fade the guys this week that actually were in the running last week. And that's Justin Rose and Brooks Kepka. Now, Kepka, he's going to go up against Fleetwood. Fleetwood was there for a time, and I believe he kind of slid off a lot earlier than Kepka. Now, you can get Fleetwood plus 110. So I'll go ahead. I'll play him over Kepka. And I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to play Kisner plus 110 over Rose. Rose was in the running last week, and I got a couple texts from you talking about Rose, Rose, Rose. That's like one of the guys you certainly needed. But I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to take the opposite here. I'm, I'm going to fade the big name guys. I'm going to take the uh, plus money odds here with Fleetwood Kisner. How do you feel about those two wagers? I totally agree with you. You know, I, I wonder where Brooks's head's at after sort of falling apart there Sunday and where's his motivation here. I mean, I could be dead wrong, but I would totally agree with that one. And as far as Kisner goes, you know, I, 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 if I didn't know better, I would say you've already looked at my notes of what I've done so far because I like that bet too. Well, I'm glad you kind of agree with me there, Uncle Dave. I'm definitely looking to go ahead and fade some of those bigger name guys. And I will have a winner for you guy that everybody kind of knows, but I want to hear a couple of the winners that Uncle Dave's going to give out. And again, if you guys are getting the, the podcast and listening and you hear, you know, Uncle Dave and I going ahead talking about, you know, that we cashed a ticket here, cashed a ticket there, at least Uncle Dave did, and you didn't hear it on the podcast, well, then obviously you know. Then Uncle Dave gave that out as a premium package over at pregame.com. So be sure to go ahead and check out Uncle Dave. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong. A couple 35 to 1 winners, 30 to 1 winners, a bunch of tickets last week to cash. So uh, your golf plays, Uncle Dave, have been good, and I'm sure your followers are up. But I want to hear some winners from Uncle Dave this week. Give them out on the podcast. Don't 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 give them all out in your premium package. Let our listeners get some uh, get some cash this week, Uncle Dave. What do you got? Well, you know. Everybody's going to want to take Webb Simpson. He's been uh, T3 or T2 here uh, all three of the last years. But at 11 to 1, I just can't do it. You know, if he's always a bridesmaid and never a bride, I took him at plus 335 T5. I don't like those T5s because late in the tournament, you know, one stroke, if a guy's, guy's going to go for an eagle and it's either going to be an eagle or a double bogey, that can be costly. But one of the guys I took to win, um, and, I, and I just stole him from you, is Kevin Kisner at 37-1. to 1. I, I like him a lot. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He played pretty well last week at the PGA Championship. I mean, had he not had that 73 on Saturday, he fired a 67, 67, 68, minus 5. I mean, that's like a super quiet T19. I think he's 43rd in the – in the FedEx Cup, I want to say, and that would uh, no, he's fifty second. I take that back. You know, fifty second will get you into uh, the second week of the playoffs. You want to get into the top ten. I mean, he would love, love, love to win this thing. So I'm going to take him at thirty seven to one. You know, he's 
His driving accuracy is really good. He's played really well lately. I, I can't really find too many tournaments that he didn't play well. Uh, so at 37 to one, you know, if you look at the, the board, you got your, your, your uh, web and, and Brooks and all those guys at, at, you know, 15, 17 to one or less. And then just like two weeks ago, then you've got the, the big dip to all the 30 to ones. And, and I'm looking at those guys as my sort of value plays. You know, the guy I think I'll throw in there and I already mentioned him once is Shane Lowry at 50 to one. So those are a couple of guys I'm looking at right now. All right, guys. So there's a couple winners from Uncle Dave. I'm going to give you guys my first winner of the podcast that we've done here for golf. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Sergio Garcia, 35 to one. He was cut from the PGA championship, but I think Garcia, you know, is a guy who, you know, he's been golfing rather well. And I just have this weird gut feeling like it, it, this is like a Sergio Garcia weekend where he's there at the end and he shows up for some reason or another, you know, he ends up sneaking out a win, but I like the golf that he's been playing. I mean, there's a guy who, you know, consistently doesn't kill himself. Everything he does is, you know, pretty much above average, at least if you look at his statistics, I mean, there's really nothing terrible, but he's golfing well. And I think, you know, he's probably going to be a little salty going into this one because, you know, he didn't even make the cut in the last one and he's been golfing well. And I think a lot of people, I even think actually we talked about him on our last podcast, Uncle Dave, going into the PGA championship that, you know, we were a little high on Garcia going into that one. So uh, obviously he did not meet expectations, but I believe he will uh, at least play very well. And if I could get him at 35 to one, I figure one thing, why the hell not? So that's all I got for that. Uncle Dave, before we close up here, Uncle Dave, I want to go ahead and give out, make and miss the cut. I'm going to go ahead. and I'm going to give one out here. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Jordan Spath to go ahead and miss the cut. You know, this guy last week, and Uncle Dave, you've been talking about him, you know, at least to me offline, how bad he's actually been playing. And you can get him right now at like plus 160 to go ahead and miss the cut. And he just made the cut last week. But I watched him golf, and he doesn't look like that same player, you know, that we've seen years ago when, you know, he was just absolutely slaying everybody. But right now he just doesn't look like he's in good space. He's not playing the best golf. And, you know, going into the PGA Championship where I have a feeling like, you know, that was just a tough course. Like, he just struggled through the entire thing. I have a feeling he may come into this one, you know, maybe a little tired, maybe a little whip, maybe a little bit, you know, of a mental fatigue and, you know, wondering if he's going to end up making this cut or whatnot. I'm not sure. I just think you're paying minus 225 to go ahead and have him make it where is this guy even golfing at even money right now? So if I could get plus 160, no, I'll go ahead and play against Spath. How do you feel about that, Uncle Dave? And if you have any head-to-heads, you can go ahead and give them out. I totally agree with you on your uh, Sergio pick, not to digress. I mean, I had a little bit on him last week. He's 134th in the FedEx Cup, so he's pretty desperate right now. He, I may end up going back and taking him as we're talking this through as a first-round leader uh, just because it will be a, a ridiculous price and he really needs to play well. Um, to make missed cut, I don't know. I'm going to stick with my man, HV3, Harold Varner III. Yes, at minus 175. And another guy that I will play at minus 175 to make the cut. Another guy we already threw out there, your boy, or, or you started him, Doc Redman at minus 175. And I'm, uh, I'm waiting for my, my head-to-heads to uh, materialize tomorrow, Sleepy. The rest, of, the rest of the ones I haven't already given you. All right, well, there you go, guys. I think you got a handful of uh, picks, obviously, to go ahead and start out. And if Uncle Dave and I have anything extra, 
um, that we will give out. And like I said, I was, you know, going ahead and firing in head to heads. I think I text you, Uncle Dave, that I had Scheffler against, I think it was Hoge to go ahead and start out. I think they were either the first or second guys to go ahead and tee off in the first round. Then I ended up just falling on Scheffler and I went through and I'm looking at his stats and I was like, dude, this guy can drive. And it was funny because like literally probably two minutes before I ended up picking Scheffler before he teed off, the announcer said, you know, that this course is cold this morning and it's going to take somebody to go ahead and really, you know, cut through, you know, this cold weather, the windy weather, the fog. And he's like, you're going to need a guy that can drive. And then as I was just dicking around looking, I'm like, well, let me pick one of these guys. So now I start looking for Scheffler, dig through his stuff real quick. And I'm like, boom, I picked that guy. And sure enough, that guy actually golfed his ass off. And I was actually quite surprised that he actually played that well. But um, we will go ahead, as I mentioned, guys, and, and post anything extra that Uncle Dave or I have on Twitter, which you guys can find me, SleepyJ underscore pregame. You could also get Uncle Dave at Dave underscore Esler, and you can get us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. With that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck. Enjoy the games.